Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey of Martha van Straten with an interview that we recorded at the Melt Festival 2019. Martha van Straten set our storytelling of various cultures around the globe. As a musical nomad, she speaks the intercultural language of sounds and is connecting people worldwide. Hannah, how she's called in real life, is playing at beautiful festivals all over the world, such as fusion festivals, strawberry fields in Australia or Wonder Fruit Festival in Thailand. We met after her set at the Sensi stage at Mount Festival 2019 and talked about festivals, traveling and many other things. Enjoy! So I've been Hannah, welcome to our interview. You just finished your wonderful set at the Sensi stage at the Melt Festival. How was it for you? It was surprisingly nice. I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. Yeah. And I think it's really a nice stage here that you played on the Sensi stage. Um, can you tell a bit more about the background of the collective and your friends here? So this stage is uh, really different, I would say, to the rest of the festival. It's also from the location really a bit out, far out. Really beautiful here in the in the in the woods. In the in woods. The yeah. Really beautiful. And um, what's really really special about the stage is that the whole design is by Maranya, which is a performance crew. And they made the whole space really trippy, all crochet and wool. And uh, I'm really happy to finally to finally play on the Maranya stage and to see them perform later on, since they perform every day here on the stage. Yes. So, uh, and the stage is built by Maranya with the crew Lotenheim, which is a crew from mainly Dresden and some good friends of mine that I know from the Nomade Festival in Chile. Yeah, really beautiful people. And your, I would. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention the third really beautiful crew, Guapusapos. They did a lot of painting here, and they, it's a, it's a painting and mural crew, and they like did the whole the signs. Or? Yeah, the ah, signs, okay. and they did also really beautiful work. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. You're the queen of down tempo. Let's call it like this, or in German, Entschleunigung. <laughs> um. I mean, from all of the electronic music genres, why do you think do you connect with down tempo most? I mean, I kind of have my moments with every kind of electronic music, almost I would say. Oh no, not almost, but a lot of different different styles. And I kind of ended up with this because for me, the most beautiful or like the most perfect party is really connected with nature. And I think this music really can build a beautiful bridge between cultures and nature and the party. Yeah. Which I really like. For me, the perfect party includes everything that kind of says yes to life. And 
yeah, I feel in this music most people also feel included, and it includes all kind of tribes and countries, and it's a really, for me, also kind of a political. I mean, that's maybe a bit big term, but it's like a idea and philosophy of how I see the world and what I want to see. Yeah. So this is why I really, yeah, I have the biggest connection with that kind of electronic music, but I also listen to so much different music, which is non-electronic or, yeah. And that's what really makes your sound, I would say. Um, your sets are always like a storytelling from different cultures or influences from different cultures. Um, and you also mentioned that you're like a nomad. <laughs> Um, and you really, really travel a lot. So from which culture would you say up to now did you learn the most? That's a really tough question. I mean, for me, I always really, I didn't travel so much before I started playing. So for me, that was really the opportunity to play. So also most of my far travels uh, did happen through music. And I think the country where I had the most connection or which was also for me the most beautiful experience and also really connected with the region where it happens is the Nomade Festival in Chile for sure. And also it's a bit tough to go there because after you really don't know what else, like which other party should happen that's going to be even more beautiful. It's a really, yeah, more like a whole experience and feels really, really true and really beautiful but yeah musically uh, maybe not Chile I don't know but for me before I started traveling a lot for sure Brazil or the voodoo people like maybe Chancha Circuito, and there's a lot of music that inspired me and where I felt but it was always the idea of a mixture that I really liked and that is also kind of my understanding of electronic music is the possibility to frame every inspiration or every culture or sound or any anything that you like into a frame so you can mix it together and like weave it together in a nice way yeah and here it was also very nice that the stage was like in the height of where all the people were like and not above them so you could really connect with them right yeah um so which way of travel do you like most is it more like playing it of course you travel a lot for work for your sets but is it more like playing it by ear or which kind of travel do you like most i mean the most yeah my my i'm really uh, It, for me it took some time to find a nice balance because of course you go to like a lot of beautiful places and you want to stay there so yeah I think for me the perfect travel is to have a lot of time for sure I need a lot of time in a place to really feel the place And yeah, my favorite way to travel is unfortunately, but I think science will find a good solution by car. I love traveling by car and I bought this um, camper van last year and we did some tours with that, like two bigger tours where we just went by car from gig to gig and slept in the car and went to nature. And that's for me the perfect way to travel. Because you kind of have like a... If you play one gig per weekend or two, you have like a really nice, 
like always nice goals to go to or nice yeah Ziele destinations but then you have all this time in between to get to know the place which is perfect and we did that in France and Croatia and Italy where I never traveled a lot it was really cool that's my favorite way unfortunately with the diesel sorry guys yeah <laughs> and which which place um, did you like most so far where you, maybe you could think to live for a while uh, I really that's a problem that I have that I really to almost every place I go I'm like oh I want to move here so two days ago I thought I maybe would move to Turkey but yeah I, I don't really know I, Which I region? Sure felt Chile could be a place where I could yeah. move. I've never been to Colombia, but I feel Colombia is a place I could move to for some time. But yeah, Portugal, I mean, there's Morocco, so many places where I could imagine to live. But I also really, the more I travel, the more I also appreciate Germany, I have to say, which was for me a really cool aspect of traveling to also value the place where I am. And, yeah, I mean, I just mainly travel in winter and then I try to be in summer in Germany. Which can be also tough because I'm German and sometimes I really crave a bit for winter. Yeah. No calls, just movies and a tea. <laughs> yeah. And when you're back home, what are the favorite cafes and restaurants you like most? I go often to Dots and Weserstraße because I love the pancakes. They make the best pancakes. And the chili cheese panini without jalapeno <laughs> and with an egg is really nice. I'm really sorry I'm not vegan. <laughs> and um, my favorite restaurant is for sure Knödelwirtschaft. Oh yes, yeah. my friend recommended to me. I really, that's my favorite restaurant. Okay. And when I leave for a longer time, I go there the last night and when I come back I try to go the first night and on my birthday we went there and I really love that place. Yeah. And I even got a knödel tattooed on my middle oh, finger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you convinced me now I need to go yeah. there when I'm be yeah. back the next and week. And next to a W pizza which is kind of new which is for me the best pizza I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then my flatmate is the best cook ever, so I also snack a lot from her. Really Very beautiful good. arts. Very good. <laughs> and if you look at your travel list, your bucket list, um, you already mentioned Colombia, a country yeah. where you haven't been yet. Sure. Maybe well, I want two. To get my Spanish. Where I want to get a fluent Spanish. And maybe two more. For sure, Iceland. Iceland, 100% and Mongolia also and Georgia. Oh man, there's a lot of places. Very nice, yeah. Um, I saw, I think like Iceland is really oh, experienced. And for sure India. India is also something I feel I'm saving up for when I have a lot of time and when I can really uh, stay there for a while. Yeah. We have time. Let's see where the journey will go. So. Um, you just played at Fusion Festival and in November this year I think you have some nice gigs in Australia on your list. The strawberry also, I'm really jealous. Um, from all the festivals that you attended, you already mentioned one. What are your top three festivals? Okay, so I think for sure it's 
I don't know, maybe before, yeah, Nomad Infusion is kind of, kind of really hard to say. Nomad of Fusion, they kind of share, let, let them share one and two. It's so different, like the one is, Nomad is so tiny and personal and so connected to the nature. And the, it's just one stage and then Fusion is just so different. And just every time incredible how they run this whole thing is really really beautiful um okay these two what's the next one <laughs> i mean there was one festival that for me really was one of the coolest ever it was called hans und gloria but they don't do it anymore but that was for sure one of my favorites I mean, for me personally, I really like small festivals, like more like little f festivities, like some some little things. That's what I can say. That for me in general, like, and that's why I love Fusion so much because it's the only festival which is so big and where I really don't feel any any annoyance by the masses of people. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Hans and Gloria. It's hard to say. Am I forgetting something? I mean, garbage, obviously, is really cool. Really beautiful location and lake. And yeah, I'll be there this year. And then I'm really excited for one festival that I will go in beginning of August in Oregon, which is also like a really focus on world music festival, which is called Beloved. And yeah, that's what I'm really looking for since. Ife is playing in Sudan Archives and a band that I really love. They play Kavali Sufi music, Fana Fiala. They also play the Thursday before the festival in Berlin, a concert in Lido. And everybody that likes kind of more Arabic Sufi music should really check them out. <laughs> I also recently did a remix for them. Let's see if we release it. But I actually opened today with yeah. it here. I heard it. <laughs> I really liked it. And bringing all those festivals together, what do you think is the main ingredients that makes those festivals so good, in your opinion? I mean, for me, the best, they're all really different, but my favorite festivals really don't need any kind of security. It's like where people really take responsibility for themselves and for the place and for the nature. And also for me, like the most beautiful experience is when the festival and the people are connected to the culture, which is there, and also try to integrate the place and the culture where they party. Because then, for me, it feels like the party really has a meaning. And then it really makes sense. I mean, this festival makes sense because here you get the possibility to see like all these really great big musicians in one place, which I think is also important. But for me, yeah, being connected with the place and the nature and, yeah, taking responsibility, really be caring for each other also. The places where you can be free. I had the same feeling about security. The festivals where there's no security, it's always about people don't want to go backstage anyways because yeah. it's not exciting. It's about the feeling on stage, interacting with the music, interacting with each other. Yeah, that's really true. And to give an outlook, what are your upcoming highlights? 
I mean, for sure, the Beloved Festival that I talked of. And, um, yeah, the Australia tour that has a lot in August. I'll be on, on many festivals. And also one of my favorites in Germany is Buch der Träumer, which will be, I think, 16th to 18th. And then there's a festival happening really close to my hometown, where there's also some people from my hometown involved. Uh, Moin Moin Festival, which I'm really looking forward because I had a lot of good things. And yeah, then I'm going to be touring again and going to Australia for four weeks. Also with Yumu, the one girl from the painting crew here that I love so much. Check her stuff, please. Yumu Monster. And um, then I'm going to Thailand for this Wonder Fruit Festival, which was really cool last year. Because they also really include bands and programs from Mongolia, for example. Really traditional Thai music, which I really love too. And there's a lot of Thai people. I mean, what I feel is really problematic when there's like festivals happening in places and you just use the, yeah, like the, um, the easiness of their place and you kind of abuse the the yeah local people for working cheap but you don't really integrate them into the festival I, yeah yeah that's really important for me and that was really cool in Thailand to see that also a lot of Thai people can afford a ticket and go out I mean it was for sure more the more the wealthy part but there were Thai people singing like to their traditional music and that yeah yeah I love it and maybe production wise you already mentioned a remix yeah but I also have to say that I really don't do a lot of producing but I got this uh, request to do a remix for this band that I talked about the Sufi band Fanafiala and uh I had to say yes, but also it was kind of stressing. And I was really happy that Emrogs had me out in the ending, which was really cool. Because otherwise I wouldn't have I wouldn't have finished it. But he, yeah. But yeah, I'm do, I worked on this remix and I'm really happy about it. It's really cool to play it live. It's so different to play something that you made. What I actually just have with two tracks that I finished. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not so. How you say? Um, ambitious into like being a really good producer because that takes so much time and effort and so much practice. And I feel if you don't really have the urge to do it, there's a lot of people that are really good and let them the, the stage. But in the same time, I feel the more. Um, uh, listening to music the more ideas I also get and yeah it was really cool to make this remix for this band that I really like randomly met two years ago in Indonesia and I loved the music and then they sent me the song that I the only song that I could sing along from the traditional Kavali music and I'm happy with it which is cool that is something I recognized while you were playing on stage You're singing all the songs that you're playing. I really like I'm this. I'm trying because I uh, barely understand what they mean. But yeah, very I nice. I try to make some booba dooba doo. <laughs> Thank you so much for the interview, Hannah. Yes. Enjoy your time here at Melt Festival. It's only one night to go, but um, 
I think it's going to be a very nice one. Thank you so much. Yeah, go, let's go back there. <laughs> I hope you liked this podcast interview with Marta van Straten and gathered some great tips for your next festival trip or for your trip to Berlin. Let me know your feedback about this podcast episode either on the reviews on iTunes or on the website tunesandwings.com or join us in the closed community for techno lovers worldwide. It's called Tunes and Wings Community on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.